Aye, waiter, I'll have your finest intro. That would be lovely. How many of those have you got in the back there? Bring it around. Steady on, Benjamin. Just slop it in the plate and I'll eat it. I'll have the haggis. You'll have what we give you. Otherwise, you'll have nothing. Fish and chips? You know, the missus, she don't like fish and chips. We don't have it in the house. She's a fan of bangers and mash, though, so you can have that if you like. <laughs> oh, I miss my Scottish breakfasts. Yeah, you you said you ate the same thing every morning, right? Yeah, it was great. It's truly great. Guys, welcome to the Trelour Blazors podcast, a hobby podcast by two two dumb dudes, really. Yep, we, we don't get paid for this. Uh, we don't. We don't Maybe get that day. mattress money. We don't. Maybe my episode 300 will get that mattress money. <laughs> Aye. Even though we're not even halfway there. So, uh, my name's Ben, joined by Nick. That's us, the dumb dudes. And uh, if you want to know our surnames, uh, go listen to a past episode, because I'm not going to tell you in this one, okay? Oh, uh, we got to be... We got to keep that. Is that canon? We got to watch for continuity and not say our last names in this episode. Uh, I guess we'll just have to see. What we've done had watched this past week. Hey, guys, we watched just a few things. Not as much as last week or last, you know, last week when we went over it. But uh, I watched um, Tales of the Jedi, which you also watched. Yes, it was very I good. The f- I only watched the first episode. I watched all six of them. Oh, you binged it. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. uh, over, overall, you liked it? Oh, I thought it was great, yeah. Uh, I, I watched um, How to Change Your Mind. I've seen two episodes of this. What's that? I never heard of that. Yeah, so <laughs> my mom actually told me to watch this. Um, it's a documentary series on, uh, or a, like a mini series on Netflix. I think it's only four episodes, four or five. And it's uh, it's about, I want to call them psychiatric drugs. It's not. It's uh, what are the drugs, like psilocybin and stuff. Psychotropics? Yeah, psych- yeah, psychotropic drugs. So it's about psilocybin and MDMA and LSD and something else. I can't remember. And anyway, just about like medicinal effects and just of like how the culture has used them and like the history behind them. It's it's very good. I recommend it. That's not what I thought it was going to be about when you started talking. Uh, well, these these are mind-altering drugs. They change your mind a little bit. Um, okay, so that, and then, oh, oh, I haven't, I'm not caught up on Andor. You're caught up in Andor, on Andor. Yeah, I, I wish I could talk about the most recent one. There's, this episode, if this was a standalone, like, the last couple episodes, if yeah. it was a standalone sci-fi movie, everyone would be saying it's, like, one of the best sci-fi movies of all time. It's just, I don't know, it's so good. It's so good, I can't even... I can't stop thinking about the end of the last episode. Oh, dang. Okay. This is one of the most tense Star Wars. Very tense. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just, I, I can't talk about it, you know? Like, yeah. It's hard not to. But so, I, it's, it, Well, I'll tell you what, this Nick, it's crazy because he, the guy has plot armor. We know he doesn't die, and yet all these stuff is, this stuff is still so tense. Yeah, he has plot armor and Mon Mothma has plot armor, but right. pretty much no one else does. Yeah. Because, you know, well, there's one guy in the prison that's in Rogue One as well, so he's he must live, but <laughs> everyone else is new. Yeah. 
It's it, it's so good. I I really like. It. I need I need to get caught up. Maybe yeah. this weekend. I really yeah. think that the the last episode is the best one so far. So we're gonna continue watching that. And yep. um, that's what we don't have watched. So let's talk about this here new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. Yeah. So. We got a few things, not too many. Uh, it's been kind of a slow week here at the Trailer Blazers compound. The first one is that Aubrey Plaza has joined the cast of Coven of Chaos, the Agatha spinoff of WandaVision. And uh, we we is, love Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, this is an excellent casting. We don't even know who she's playing, but she's perfect for it. Was it you that, or is it you or Missy that suggested that um, she she gives Agatha just heck? Yeah, just it was Missy. Her, yeah, I think it's a good idea. I feel like all of the Parks and Rec people need to make their way over to Marvel because a- Agatha, Catherine Hans in Parks and Rec, and Aubrey Plaza, and obviously Chris Pratt, and we need we need to get Nick Offerman, we need to get uh, Amy Poehler, we need to get all of them. Come on over, yeah. everybody. Jerry, what could um, Nick Offerman play? What could he play? Helmet play. I could see him as like a Thor type character. Mm. He would be like some Asgardian dude. Yeah, he is. He's actually pretty versatile because, like, you know how you always say um, comedic actors make great serious actors. Yep. He plays a very serious role in Devs. Yeah, and he's great. He's great. Yeah, Devs is one of the best things ever made. Yeah, it is. Uh, because you know it's uh, Alex Garland. Alex Garland, man. Our second piece of news is that Yahya Abdul-Mateen II has been cast as Wonder Man in the Disney Plus Wonder Man Marvel show. And uh, people may know him from his exclusively comic book movie (laughs) character appearances as Dr. Manhattan in the HBO Watchmen show and Black Manta in Aquaman. Hmm. And you may not know Wonder Man, innit? Nobody knows who he is. I mean, Wonder Man is kind of important comic lore-wise in that he is the template of which Vision was built. His mind was the template uh, that Vision came from. And so he had like a thing where he was in love with Wanda too because his mind was used to make Vision and then Wanda loved Vision and not him and all of that stuff. And uh, I, I... I don't know a ton about him. I've I don't think I've ever read anything with him in it. I just know that part of his background. He's got like I know he's Grim Reaper's or the Reaper's brother and there's I don't know all this comic like all these years of comic nonsense with him and characters and whatnot. I I can't even remember what he looks like for for whatever reason my my mind has inserted Prince Adam it, it's that's not too far he's got like a red jacket that he wears all the time and prince adam had like the red uh, the red vest you know yeah yeah he's he's got like a red jacket and he just kind of looks like a hollywood guy because he's an actor well uh is this uh are we happy about this casting i mean i i don't know enough about the character to know if it's good yeah so uh that guy's probably good and he can probably do it i don't know we're we're a couple of Marvel Marvel dumb dudes tonight. Yeah, I don't know much about Wonder Man. Um, I trust the casting director. Like all the casting in Marvel is good since 
since phase one when they replaced the bad ones <laughs> with <Don laughs> <Chico. laughs> uh but yeah so yeah i i trust it okay. um our next piece is we were discussing why henry cavill would leave the witcher for like to go make superman movies which we thought was not a good idea but it turns out he really apparently left over lack of adherence to the source material which after season two i don't blame him oh yeah because season two was not good and nothing in it was like recognizable as from the witcher novels to me and it was it felt like i was being gaslighted while watching season two that net that netflix sophomore slump dude yeah they do it but then if he left after season three because of this it doesn't give me much hope for season three. Oh no absolutely not no especially if if their solution was to replace him and not the the people doing the bad job of writing man what what happened netflix you you guys were supposed to be the guys of we're, we're gonna give the artists creative freedom you were, and you were supposed to destroy the sith not join them <laughs> uh, oh man like can't, why can't you guys get it right you 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 started out strong you know then, then you took it you slapped it on a on a plastic lunchbox and, and, and now you're selling it you're selling it so many references yeah uh yeah so netflix borks up everything and they're going to continue to bork up everything as they go um speaking of uh netflix and canceling and stuff uh westworld was canceled by hbo hbr um i am not gonna attend the funeral for this because i watched the last season and nick i don't really i don't think i could really tell you what happened yeah. i you know like if if nothing stands out if it's that milk toast then you know what? Why I, I why did I even watch this last season, Nick? On my lunch breaks, I have no idea why you did because I couldn't get past season two because it was so boring. Yeah, it's just not good. I, I'm sorry. Like I get, I understand why it was canceled. If I was an exec, I'd be like, yeah, let's cancel it. Why, I don't know. I don't care about. Does anybody care about what happens in the season five? It's never gonna happen. No, no. I, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to shop it out to some other network, but uh, I, I won't. I, I'm not into it. No, it's not going to go anywhere. All right, well, that's all the new news, folks. And that that third piece of news about the adherence to source material leads us to today's uh, The Question Towns. The Questions Towns. So the question uh, this week is, what's the best example of a movie slash TV adaptation of source material uh, changing something uh, for the better? in a way that worked i did i read that right you typed this <laughs> i feel like i can't read it yeah that's that's it what's the best okay. example of a movie or tv adaptation of source material changing something for the better in a way that worked okay all right so we actually have a couple i mean a couple came to mind like immediately uh first is scarlet scarab yeah that's the best one too because i mean come on she was just that scene where her wings come out Ugh. She's flying around. She's stabbing bad guys. I mean, just in the the aesthetic, the whole aesthetic with the hair. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. She's that, so that awesome. just that one scene of her with the wings coming out is is one of the greatest MCU visuals in the history of the entire so good genre. Yeah, if you go back to the comics and look at Scarlet Scarab, it's not not all that impressive. No, no, some no. some. <laughs> 
badly drawn dude who fought Captain America once in the seventies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, not great. Not great. Uh, and then my other answer is annihilation, uh, because that, that book trilogy is one of the worst things I've ever read. Book, book one is palatable, but the other two are, are just uh, straight up garbage. So, but the movie is sublime. It's brilliant. It's, uh, it's Alex Garland. Yep. Alex yeah. Garland. Al- Alex Garland. Uh, so yeah, so it definitely was better. Yeah. Agreed. Mine is, uh, the Zack Snyder's Watchmen movie. So, it's extremely faithful to the comics, except for the end. The comic has the squid, and in Zack Snyder's, they they framed Dr. Manhattan to make him leave, which I think, in terms of making an adaptation for a single movie that has to be in a theater, that is a very good way to do it, because in order to do the squid you'd have to add at least another hour to explain where the squid comes from with the weird island of horror writers where it comes out of their collective subconscious by some machine so that wouldn't have worked in a movie uh they would have had to do another like extended cut thing like they did with the black freighter um so just like practically i think that small change to an otherwise extremely faithful adaptation was was a very good way of making that a an actual filmable movie from a script which is not possible for how weird watchmen is in the first place would i have liked to have seen the squid and had it be a, a a basically a shot for shot recreation of the comic yes but that would not have been marketable to a wider audience than a bunch of nerds um, so I understand why they did it, and I just think it was a good way of doing that. Did you have any others? Uh, some stuff comes to mind. Uh, a lot of Stephen King adaptations. Uh, Stephen King is famously bad at endings, so sometimes adaptations have better endings. Um, even Stephen King f- thinks the ending of the Mist movie is better than his ending. Uh, I I actually don't agree with that one, but uh, he did, so that must count. I really like the movie of The Shining. Stephen King hates it. Uh, stuff like that. So there's some good ones out there. Sometimes you got to change stuff. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Oh, Sometimes Fight Club don't. for sure, too. Ch- uh, Chuck Palahniuk liked the movie better than his book, too, as well. That's oh. another one. <laughs> well, it is regarded as... I mean, that, that'll make every top 50 movies list forever, probably. Yeah, 1999 was a good year for movies. Uh, well, folks, write in to us and let us know how you would answer that question. Uh, we will tell you how to get in touch with us later in uh, the show. Uh, but now it's time for the new new. New new. New 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 new. New. New new. Trailers, folks. We have an Adele Dezine. They're wickedly talented Adele Dezine. Uh, yes, the Adele Dezine, and uh, we're actually starting out with something pretty interesting this week. It is a Netflix movie, or it's a, Nor- I guess, Norwegian movie that is going to be on Netflix, Yep. and it is Troll. Yeah, this is, the plot of it is, deep in the Dover Mountains, something gigantic wakes up after a thousand years in captivity. The creature destroys everything in its path and quickly approaches Oslo. So this is directed by Roar Uthog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a Norwegian movie about a giant troll. So like a kaiju troll movie. It looks awesome. The troll looks like the giant troll from Troll Hunter. So it's easy to pretend that they're in the same universe because that movie is also great. 
Um, definitely the best found footage movie of all time. But uh, yeah, this looks cool. It's coming out on Netflix in December. And my cousin already told me we have to come over and watch it. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's like this. This could be a movie you could watch at somebody's house with them instead yeah. of in the theater or something. You know, you got to read some some subtitles, uh, so prepare yourselves. But it looks really cool, and the troll looks cool too. So it's it, it just seems cool. I like this. Yeah, it's definitely a monster movie, a kaiju movie for sure. I like that stuff. Yeah, and we like we like a little Scandinavian flavor every once in a while. Every every now and then, a dash of Scandinavia is good for you. It's good for you, and that's that's Doctor Nick, uh, Doctor Nick for you. Hi, everybody. Well, welcome to the Ben and Doctor Nick show, uh, Doctor Nick. We we need your help uh, this week for health, for our health. Good news. I can only do the Doctor Nick voice from The Simpsons. <laughs> the red thing connected to my wristwatch. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh, all right, so next up we have a trailer for Avatar The Way of Water. This is Jake Sully lives with his newfound family formed on the planet of Pandora. Once a fam- familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with Neytiri and the army of the Navi race to protect their planet. So, sounds like the same as the first one. Except Zoe Saldana didn't sign on and she did. Oh, she- She's in the cast list. Oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, because it made the, the the trailer made it look like she died, and then this daughter is like dealing with her death. They did make it seem like that, but she is in the cast here. Uh, maybe for a flashback or something. And there's pictures of her in the little stills on IMDb. Interesting. Okay. Well, I guess we'll just have to see some of the animation. And I, I know I keep saying this, but some of the movement looks off in the animation. I was watching it as well, and I I saw your comment first, so I was looking for it, and I thought maybe that might be a result of being filmed in 3D and watching it in 2D, because there was like a fish at one point that looked like it was supposed to be 3D to me. It, was this filmed in 3D? Are we still doing that? It's J- James Cameron's the one who started us still doing that. No, no, nobody. It's Fetch. This movie is the one that the first Avatar is the reason that all happened. I know it's just 3D is fetch. He's the one though. He's the one. He's he's Gretchen. He's trying to make fetch happen. God, Gretchen Wieners, no Valentine's for you. I, I will watch this when it comes out on Disney Plus. I am not going to the theaters for this. I'll tell you that. No, the last one uh, is the only time in my life I ever fell asleep in a movie. I so I like the first one, and I know I've said that. Um, nowhere in my being or psyche. Did I ever think we needed another one? Let alone six or however many they're making. He's just going to keep doing it. And the the true tragedy is the fact that James Cameron is such a good sequel maker, usually. But, like, is he just... Sometimes these directors hit a wall where they they can't do it anymore. And he maybe is that. But, like, he made Aliens and Terminator 2, and those are, like, two of the best sequels of all time. Yeah. Those are two of the best 80s movies of all time. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, Terminator 2 is 1991, but... Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But, it, you know, the early 90s were basically the 80s. <laughs> basically. Basically. With a little bit more neon. Just a touch. All right, trailer number three is A Man Called Otto, starring one Tom Hanks. 
This is a grumpy widower whose only joy comes from criticizing and judging his exasperated neighbors meets his match when a lively young family moves in next door, leading to an unexpected friendship that will turn his world upside down. Uh, This was sent to me by Jay, and he correctly pointed out that it is hard to see Tom Hanks as a grumpy old man. It it is. That's exactly right. I I don't buy it. I'm not buying it. I ain't buying what Um, you're selling. And also, they try to make him seem like the grumpy, old, insufferable old man. But, I, you know, if you're on Reddit and you're on, you know, like Abrupt Chaos or Convenient Cop and like the Karen ones, too, people are way worse than this. Like, he, he's like, he's a vanilla, uh, you know, a non-spicy version of real people. Yeah, he's just like lightly grumpy. I think maybe the fantasy of converting someone from crummy to good is... The feel good that comes from that is what's happening here. I think so too. I mean, but but to be fair, that type of story we have seen a million times. Just off the top of my head, I was like, oh yeah, this is up. Is this is Grand Torino, Despicable Me, A Christmas Story? Uh, I would I would like to point out that I read your list, and nowhere in A Christmas Story is there that, any hint of that. Because I I didn't mean to put Christmas Story. I meant to put A Christmas Carol. <laughs> there you go. That makes sense then. <laughs> or I typed in Christmas Carol and you and you changed it. Mm, no, I didn't need to. You no. you made yourself look quite the fool on your own. <laughs> a, a fool. You're the only person that saw the list. <laughs> I know, but I was waiting to hear you say this so I could be like, Are "You sure? Are you sure about that one?" I thought maybe you were thinking of Home Alone with the old man because that's, although that was just he wasn't crummy at the beginning. He that was just misjudgment. Yeah. Yeah. So, but at Christmas Carol, the grumpy old man turning soft is like that's the, that's yeah that's like the birth of the yeah the trope. I think you're right yeah because yeah. uh, Count of Monte Cristo is like the opposite like he's yeah. just he becomes grumpy and then he gets his revenge yeah yeah that's true um, Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump is also like this Alan Grant in Jurassic Park is like this yeah he is and in, and even in um, going back to the Muppets uh, Muppet Family Christmas the old guy in that is like yeah. this. And then like 500 Hallmark movies have this uh, in it as well. And you maybe even could consider Venom this type of story. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe. I, I like to think of Venom as more of an, the odd couple. Yeah, it is a little bit different. Yeah, the odd couple. Mm-hmm. But uh, but all stories can be broken down to uh, a hero goes on an adventure or a stranger comes to town. That is correct. So what's Venom? Oh, stranger comes to town. Yep, stranger <laughs> there comes it is. to town is Venom. <laughs> Uh, a man called Otto would probably be a man goes on an adventure. Or no, because the family's coming in. It's a stranger comes to town. That's exactly yep. right. Yep, 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 yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this trailer number four, which is His Dark Materials Season 3. Yeah, so this is the third book. Each season is one of the three books of this series. Um, I don't I don't remember what this one's called because the first one's Golden Compass. The second one is The Subtle Knife, and I forget what the third one is called. But that's what this one is. I didn't read the books. I like the show. Yeah, you, and you you finished season two, right? Oh yeah, I watched it as it I, as the new episodes aired. I watched it, so I just watched okay. one a week. Um, I never finished season one, so I'd have to do I'd have to finish that and go through all of season two to be ready for this. That's a lot, man, and I don't know that I'm gonna have the time. No, you probably won't. You're not uh, you're not one to catch up on old series. It's it's tough for me. Like a movie, I can do in like one sitting, but a series, yeah. you got to commit. You know. Yeah, you do. Uh, I really like it. I'm gonna watch it. It's also the best VFX 
that there are out there in yeah, movies or TV. I know you love them VFX. I can't believe how good they are for a TV show. Maybe you need to see whatever that that studio or that visual effects studio is doing next, so you can watch it. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, then we have a trailer for Spirited. Spirited. This is uh, a musical version of Charles Dickens' story of miserly miserly manth- misanthrope who is taken on a magical journey. So it's a Christmas Carol, but it's Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell, and it looks like. It starts to be a Christmas Carol, but it never gets past the first ghost. And <laughs> like Ryan Reynolds is too much for him to Christmas present, and it doesn't work. So the whole movie is the ghost of Christmas present trying to deal with everything, which is fun because usually you just see the same Christmas Carol. Which I like a lot of versions of a Christmas Carol. It's a good story, right? But this is the first one where I've seen it where it's like super different. Uh, and there's a little bit of love story where he goes to Christmas present, be liking on Viola Davis. Yeah, uh, I think that was Octavia Spencer. Oh, is that yeah? yeah. I, uh, so Octavia Spencer, sorry, got y'all confused. Uh, both both very talented actresses. I commend commend you both. Very good. But uh, is she? She's not a ghost though. No, I think he just likes her. Okay, because that's gonna be tough. You know, it's gonna be like the movie ghost. You can't touch him. Well, maybe she'll get run over by a train, and then they can be together. Uh, force ghost love <laughs> uh, Tracy Morgan is the voice of Christmas yet to come <laughs> <laughs> I love Tracy Morgan voicing anything yeah that's the best it's the best uh, I love uh, Will Ferrell so as anyone who listened to last week's episode edit can tell I stuck in the, my favorite quote from Step Brothers when you had your sore throat oh yeah <laughs> this is not an acoustic environment suitable to request something like this from me so good. Yes, sir. All right. Then we have a trailer for A Christmas Story Christmas. Okay. So A Christmas Story is my favorite Christmas movie. I watch it four to ten times every Christmas because they I put it on uh, AMC where they show it all day that, or F, FX or whatever channel does the 24 hours of, of it, you know. I just put that channel on on Christmas and I have it on all day. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, it's hilarious it's it's just a good movie like overall not even for just like christmas story or like whatever it's just a good movie and they keep trying to make sequels to it this one follows the now adult ralphie as he returns to the house on cleveland street to give his kids a magical christmas like the one he had as a child reconnecting with childhood friends and reconciling the passing of his old man so this is like got the cast from the original movie like most of them are the same people, like his mom and like Flick and Ralphie and all of this. It's all the same cast. But the, here's the thing. It's too classic. The first one's too classic. It's like trying to make a sequel to Casablanca. It's like Casablanca Apocalypse or whatever. <laughs> all sequels are always Apocalypse. But uh, you can't do it. You can't make a sequel to this. I, I'm, I can't accept it in my heart as a sequel. The first one is perfect. It stands alone don't need a sequel it's about a magical time as a kid it doesn't need a follow-up as an adult that's the opposite of what it needs i think i agree with you I, it, it, you don't need this uh but uh people people love rec you know name recognition execs do and they feel like they can maybe make some money or something yeah well it didn't work on me it's my it's my favorite thing like my favorite christmas movie and i'm not gonna i don't want to watch this i don't want to watch a sequel stop trying to make sequels to this 
Stop it. Get some help. Um, I, so we never watched this growing up. So I have no nostalgia for it, and I've never seen it all the way through. I've seen probably 75% of this movie. It kind of is little vignettes, so it's not... It doesn't harm it if you haven't watched it all the way through. It's just like... Because there's little stories like it broken up that are, tell one long story. But... It's good without nostalgia. Like it's just a straight up good normal movie. It doesn't need nostalgia to make it good. So if you watched it, you'd probably think it was good. Maybe so. Let's talk about this next trailer here, Disenchanted Two, starring Amy Adams. This is ten years after her happily ever after. Giselle questions her happiness, inadvertently turning the lives of those in the real world and Andalasia upside down in the process. So yeah, this is a- Amy Adams and. Uh, uh, James Marsden and some some voice work by Alan Tudyk doing an impression of that guy from Mary Poppins. <laughs> you know the <laughs> I love to laugh that guy. Yeah, because uh, Alan Tudyk does that voice so well. We got Maya Rudolph. We got Adina Menzel, the original Adele Dazim. Uh, yeah, I never saw the original one. Just said it was good, uh, but I haven't seen it. I have seen a lot of it just because my children, my nine year old, will, will probably watch this. Uh, by the way, there's a giant troll in this second trailer <laughs> yeah. this week. Giant troll week. Giant troll week. I, d- I don't care, you know, about this. Um, if she's been, if she spent 10 years in the real world, did she get corrupted uh, more than uh, Steve Rogers? Maybe. he had to spend, I don't know how long he was in here. A, de- a decade? Yeah. Unfrozen, I mean. Yeah, since 2012. So 13 years. Or 14 years, because 2024 was Endgame. Was it? Yeah, I think so. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Well. Something like that. The real world will mess you up, dude. Maybe not Amy Adams, though. No, Amy Adams, you mess up. She becomes a villain in this. Uh, She is cursed, though. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to see? Go see. Here comes Cursed Amy Adams. Disenchanted 2, folks. We'll see you at the theater. I like that Amy Adams. She's pretty good. She was in that Arrival. Yeah, Arrival. That movie's great. One of the best sci-fi movies. It's real good. Uh, Next up, we have a trailer for The Machine. This is a Red Band trailer. I don't don't know if this is a trailer. This is definitely like a a teaser. Yeah, this is definitely a teaser trailer. It's extremely short. Uh, The plot of this is Bert's drunken past catches up with him 20 years down the road when he and his father are kidnapped by by those Bert wronged 20 years ago while drunk on a college semester abroad in Russia. So... Uh, Bert Kreischer is a stand-up comedian, and he's got this story about when he's when he was on a college semester abroad in Russia, where they were on this train with the Russian mafia. And the stand-up is very funny. Uh, I don't really like stand-up, but Jay, when I was over there, Jay had me watch this, and it was funny. It was like the story about how he he became this persona called the La Machine, La or whatever, Moshina. That's uh, Russian for machine. Um, and he had like adapted this persona while drunk on the train with these guys. And then they were all like obsessed with him. Uh, it's a really funny stand up thing. And this is a movie. The concept of this movie is that him doing that created some actual backstory for the Russian mafia, uh, for this woman. <laughs> and in the trailer, he's like, Oh no, I'm your origin story. <laughs> but it was just him being a goon. So, um, Mark Hamill's in this too. I don't know. Could I be saw pretty that. funny. 
I was I was very confused in this trailer. I was like, why why is Mark Hamill here? And then nothing made sense. I was all confused. I'm not familiar with the stand up or the story, so I'm just like, what what is what is this about? It's it's worth watching uh, the the story, the Burt Kreischer, the Machine story, part of his stand up because I thought it was funny, and I usually think stand up is bad. I didn't I didn't know this about you. Oh yeah, I don't really like stand up. I like certain comedians. Nick doesn't like stand up or board games. I like some uh, stand up. Like I saw I saw Jim Gaffigan live. I saw Aziz Ansari live. Um, few other people i like oh, oh i love I, every john mulaney john mulaney is pretty fun oh yeah. isn't he like in isn't he like controversial now well no he just had to go to rehab oh Dad, i thought he cheated on his wife or something no he got a divorce and then he uh got with olivia munn after the divorce oh interesting uh, i like nate bargazzi i think he's great yeah i like him too he uh he was always on this podcast that it doesn't exist anymore, but I used to... Oh, yeah, I remember you telling me this. Yeah, he was on Movie Crush all the time, and uh, he was really yeah, yeah. funny. Okay, so La Machina. La Machina. 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 No? Very funny. Uh, next trailer we've got is Willow, trailer three. An unlikely group of heroes sets off on a dangerous quest to places far beyond their home where they must face their inner demons and come together to save the world. We've talked about Willow several times. This is the new trailer, and I'll talk about all of them because it just keeps. It looks so cool. I hope it's really good. I'm I'm very hyped for this. I'm I'm probably getting my expectations up too high, but I don't even care. I think it looks really good. I think the actors are, they look really good. Like you know, these actors look good. We have we have an actor. Is this guy uh, Middle Eastern that's in this? Uh, that Tony Revolori or Amar Chada Patel. That's gotta be him. It's, yeah, yeah so there's two. In. Yeah, two. I I don't know where Tony Revolori is from. I don't know. He was he was in Spider Man and uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, so yeah, so we're gonna watch this. When is is this coming out this year? Right? Is it coming out this year? Uh, but I clicked off of it to look at. I think it. Does. I think it's like December, early December. November thirtieth. Yeah. So this month. Okay, I'm excited. We're going to watch. All right, next up we've got... Oh, this is timely for you, Nick. That's why I put it on here. I know you did. Uh, It's called Meet You in Scotland. This is brought to you by your local community college theater department. Yeah, the plot of this is a writer is sent to Scotland to collect a literary award for her boss and is quickly mistaken for someone else by a dashing Scottish poet. Now she'll need to decide if telling the truth is worth possibly losing the man of her dreams. So... (laughs) The reason I put this on there was I wanted to be like, I was just in Scotland. None of these people were there, so this isn't accurate. And I wanted to look at the trailer and see if I recognized anything. And it's possible that that I saw uh, there's a white house next to a, a lock in this in this trailer that might have been along a Loch Lomond, which, which I was at. Uh, but apart from that, it's just, you know, the Scottish countryside. I'm sure I drove through some of this. <laughs> you probably did. This uh, this probably doesn't exist. They give away the entire movie. Absolutely, in the, the entire the thing. Entire movie. Even so the twists me, and turns. Yeah. So here's what I think. I think the movie doesn't actually exist. I think it was a project to make a trailer for a movie, a full length trailer. And these kids, maybe they had a you know a Jan term or something in Scotland or England or whatever, and they're like, okay, oh yeah, we'll just 
we'll go over there for Jan's turn. We'll we'll finish out this trailer for our thesis or whatever, and it it actually doesn't exist. Yeah, I'll figure that out if at work uh, somebody submits a transcript and I see their thesis project was making <laughs> the trailer for Meet You in Scotland. <laughs> but that is the level of this of this uh, production, uh, folks. Yeah, none of these um, people were there when I was there. I didn't see a single one of them. And if if Nick didn't see you, uh, you're like a tree in the forest when nobody here you know hears it. Yeah, I was there for a whole week. I saw everyone. He saw everybody. It's an, it's an island, guys. Did I did I talk about the movie locations I did see last week? Uh, no. Okay, so when I did the twelve hour bus tour on Friday, uh, we drove by the Forbidden Forest from Harry Potter, and we drove by Skyfall. And we drove on the road from the end of Skyfall. And the coolest to me was we saw the train station from Train Spotting, the one that's in the middle of nowhere in the Highlands, where Ewan McGregor's and and his friends are sitting in train spotting and it's like, how do we get anywhere from here? Uh so we saw that in the it's literally in the middle of nowhere, like miles away from anything. So So they had to take all their equipment and uh hospitality and all that out yep. there wow. yeah so that was that was fun here's your bag of chips <laughs> that's all you get <laughs> uh pretty much yeah. yeah but yeah so i saw the forbidden forest but i did not see the poet from meet you in scotland well what a disappointment i next up we have a trailer for 1899 this is that movie i was talking about last week yeah netflix uh Multinational immigrants traveling from the old continent to the new encounter a nightmarish riddle aboard a second ship adrift on the open sea. Is this German? It, it is German because it was made by the people, the same people that made Dark. So it, it looks uh, not real good. You know what this looks like? Uh, Event Horizon. Yeah, it does look like Event Horizon. That had Sam Neill in it. It did. Uh, and, but, but this is Victorian and it's just boats. But it's there's there's just no way it's good because it was made by people who made dark and as we know I don't be liking it it's one of my it's one of the worst things I watched on uh, Netflix and the other one w- was with that girl that they did the dance with a school shooter I don't even care if I'm spoiling it I want to keep I keep wanting to call it the OC but it's not that that was the one with uh, that girl I like from another Earth oh uh, uh, the OA the OA the yeah. OA God I hate the OA. You, you give me give me fifteen minutes and a drink, and I'll tell you that I'll spin you a tale of how terrible it is. I I like that actress though. She made Another Earth, which is a movie yeah. I have not been able to stop thinking about for fifteen years. Uh, yeah, we we've had this conversation on this very podcast. Yes, everyone knows I like that movie. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. But I would never watch it again either. Right, are you going to watch this? Are you going to watch eighteen ninety nine? Uh. It looks like too many subtitles for me. Bye. We're both peacing out. Last trailer, the Adele DeZinth trailer on here. I don't know how you found this. Uh, I can't believe this is actually a thing. <laughs> uh, it's R.I.P.D. 2, Rise of the Damned. Okay, so this the plot of this is set in the American West of 1876. R.I.P.D. 2, Rise of the Damned is the spiritual, pardon the pun, sequel to 2013's R.I.P.D. Um, yeah, so... R.I.P.D. was Ryan Reynolds and uh, Jeff Bridges' movie from 2013. Definitely the worst VFX in this century. Some of them are not good. Not all of them are bad. I actually like R.I.P.D. That's 
you're you are no longer allowed to ever make fun of me for liking van helsing ever again because ripd is fair the enough dorkiest movie ever made fair enough i liked it I <laughs> that's liked fine it. i like van helsing but you're no longer allowed to make fun of me uh, uh, you know what and i would say touche <laughs> actually i would say relax buddy <laughs> uh uh jess loves ryan reynolds like she's like obsessed with ryan reynolds and jess doesn't even like that uh, what yeah. i am a, so i am i really like a minority i, yeah. I own oh, this gosh. on blu-ray yeah you're on an island friend uh really? that's regarded okay. as one of the worst movies ever made oh man I, I i bought it on blu-ray it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks of it if you like it yeah that's true wow and, and so here i thought i was alone on this uh league of extraordinary gentlemen uh island well now i like that one <laughs> <laughs> and then we I like this League conversation. Extraordinary Gentleman. <laughs> no, well, I like that one. <laughs> well, I, like that one. <laughs> I like the Nautilus. It's really cool and Captain Oh Nemo's man, it's, cool. it's so dope. It is car. Yeah, it's the, that whole that whole aesthetic is cool. I know. And then when he, and then like when you don't think he can move fast, and then he starts moving fast, like doing like yeah. kung fu stuff. You're yeah. like, oh man, yeah, Nemo rules. in the house. So yeah, I I will make fun of R.I.P.D. Uh, but. I also will defend your right to like it. <laughs> sure, yeah. I may not agree with what you have to say, but I will fight to the death to defend your right to say it. <laughs> I know you would. I know you fight somebody about it. <laughs> fight them. All right, well, that's all, all the, new, the new new trailers, Nick. Uh, we didn't get no trailer mailers because I don't think we – did we even – I don't think we asked anything. No, we, we were too uh, busy making sure we were back on track last week. Yeah, and didn't have like a, a two-hour-long podcast. Yeah. Uh, that we wouldn't want to subject you to, but uh, if they do want to answer this week's question times about the the changing content stuff, uh, how do, how do they get in touch? Well, they can follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast. Uh, that's where we post the question times to post on, or you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail dot com. That's what Kevin tends to do. Uh, if you're on Twitter, you can follow us at trailer underscore blazers, but don't try and get in contact with us, with us there because we don't check the notifications and we never will. The, the point of the Twitter is only to give you an up, update when a new episode drops. And uh, we won't be paying the the monthly subscription to Mr. Elon for the blue check mark, so don't look for that because uh, that guy's a clown. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> if you want, you can <laughs> rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That's the best way for the show to get, get gain traction. None of them blue check marks or nothing. Um, and if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what happens. Yeah, this is Quick Mickey. And if you go on to the podcast and rate us, well, five stars. It's got to be five stars. But if you go on there and write it, I'll tell you what's going to happen is um, we're just going to make a movie about grumpy, quick Mickey. Maybe we call it like the unquickening of Mickey, or maybe we call it like <laughs> the softening of Mickey. I, I haven't thought of a title yet, but I basically am a grumpy old man who's <laughs> mad because my wife died or something or you know something like that. Or I had to, they forced me to retire. You know, my job that I love as a lumberjack or as a uh, a, a, floor, a male florist, I, you know, something like that. And uh, and and what ha- something has to soften me, Nick, is either going to be a child or a, a, a uh, an animal, a talking a, animal, a, a talking animal. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> ben will hate that. And um, or maybe it's a family of some type of animal or a human family. 
And that's often me, Billy and Bali, and I'm just a squeezing and hugging everybody and crying because I had finally faced the death of my wife <laughs> or something like it, you know, something that would make a man hard. <laughs> something that would. You want to rephrase that, would, that last part? Yeah, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, leave, leave this all in. Something that would f- freeze up a man's heart. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, that happens at the end, and and everything's good. And you get you get to go home and eat your uh, cold can of Campbell's soup or whatever you people do. You, uh, at least he, he got to heat up food to 145 degrees for it to be safe. That's the tip. <laughs> Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent reticulated. Uh, slightly more hilarious than always. <laughs> I couldn't keep quiet during that one. Uh, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick, and I will meet you in Scotland to watch Casablanca 2 Apocalypse. Happy Trailsers. And uh, and I'm Ben Marn, and I know the guy who knows everybody in Scotland. He knows every, he's seen everybody. That's me. Happy Trailsers. Welcome back, folks, to the vid yo games. One quarter portion of the show, folks. Nick and I have—I have not played anything. You haven't played any video games? No. I'm haven't. playing the real. I'm playing the real life game of painting shoes. I'm playing the real life game of taking the dog out. Yeah, taking the dog out. Um, I'm also playing the real life game of I finally got air conditioning in my house, and it's like. Wow. After that tree squished your... <laughs> yeah, after the, well, the two trees squished it. Yeah. Uh, t- so so Friday, we finally got air conditioning. It's, it's been glur- glorious. We've had the heat on. Have you really? Yeah. It's, well, this past week, we didn't need it because it was really nice up here. But it, it was cold a little bit before that, and it's going to get cold again next week. Got to turn the heat on. Wow. Oh, wow. Not, not to that stage yet down here. Um so anyway, so we've been doing that. So we haven't played anything, but we know what we did get, Nick. We got this piece of news here. PSVR pricing and release date for you. I uh so the PSVR is gonna be five forty nine and uh the release date I forgot. <laughs> I forgot too. February uh twenty twenty three. Yeah, so they're not gonna make it make the Christmas time, but uh maybe people will save their all their little gift certificates or whatever. Yeah, I want to get one of these. I've never had a VR, uh, so I, w- I might as well get this one. Did, is gift certificate the wrong terminology? It's gift card, right? I think, th- what's the difference, though? Like, I mean, I it's, guess it's a gift a, certificate to me implies more of a restaurant. To me, it implies paper. Yeah, like a Yeah, like a paper thing that you bring to a restaurant, maybe. Yeah, a gift certificate. I, a certificate that... For a personal pan pizza, because you know, book it. Write in and let us know the difference between a gift card and a gift certificate. <laughs> we we need to know. <laughs> yeah, no, God. this VAR two looks pretty sweet though. It has really good specs. I want to play it. 
Yeah, and just uh, it does look like it has a, a cable attached because it has to attach to your PS5, I assume, right? Yeah. Yeah. So clear space in front of your TV and uh, don't don't smack it. I'll probably get attacked by the dog when when I do this anyway. You may have to put. You may have to gate him. Yeah. Gate him into the. He, he goes in the, the kitchen sometimes. There's a gate. Ah. Uh, okay. Nice. You have a kid, little kitty gate, right? Like a little child gate. Yeah, he can jump over it though if he wants. It's just sometimes he chooses not to. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, does he know he can jump over it? Yeah. Well, after Dale's wedding in August, uh, I went out to breakfast with Jess and then Steph and Brendan and Missy. And when we came back from breakfast, he was just chilling on the couch. <laughs> and the gate was so closed because we had put him in there. And we were like, oh, I guess he behaves if we leave him. So now we just leave him. Like, uh, he can be left alone. So. Oh, that's great. He's not yeah. he's not chewing up the vinyls. No, something. he just sits on the couch and looks out the window. Like, oh, literally like the whole time we're gone. Oh, what a good boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my little sweetums. Um, okay, so we, we did have a couple of trailers here. Uh, we have three. Yep. One, the first one is Warhammer Vermintide 2, Trail of Treachery. It's quite the mouthful. Trail of Treachery. A Trail of Treachery. I didn't play the first one, although I think I own it because I got it free through um, uh, Epic Game Store. That I think they're giving it away, maybe. Hmm. I, I never it. played any Warhammer. I watch yeah. my cousins play sometimes uh, the real one on the giant table they have in the basement. Yeah, that's that seems like something your cousins would be into. Yeah, I like the minis, uh, but I don't like board games, so I don't want to play it, but I enjoy the visuals of it. Yeah, this was always weird to me because, like, well, I always thought of Warhammer forty thousand, right? But yeah, it, Warhammer. This is just Warhammer Regio, not forty thousand. So it's like medieval. Yeah, I think they have both kinds, but I've yeah. only ever seen them playing the medieval variant. Medieval, medieval. That's a medieval game, in it, in it. It's well medieval, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me mate, he told me about this game. It's well medieval. <laughs> Oh, good. This is fun. Uh, it's good times. Making fun of the Brits. Yeah. <laughs> All right, our favorite pastime here. Yeah, maybe you should win next time. You can make fun of us. <laughs> the sun never sets on the British Empire. You call yourself a patriot. <laughs> uh, God of War Ragnarok. We have a funny trailer. This is not really. Is this a trailer? Is this an ad? It's kind of an ad for it. It's not really a trailer. It's Ben Stiller, LeBron James, and John Travolta with their children, and it's like a, it's like family therapy, but for yeah. the dads being addicted to God of War. And what I learned from this is that John Travolta's John Travolta's daughter is funny. She was funny in this. Her timing was very good. It was. I don't. Is she like? Is she? Does she want to be an actress? Do we know? She's pretty young. I don't know. I I. I didn't even know he had a daughter, so this is my first time seeing her. So I don't know anything beyond what was offered from the trailer, the commercial. Uh, but Ben Stiller's funny. I like Ben Stiller. Um, LeBron James is having a Le breakthrough was funny, so I just thought it was pretty funny. I don't, I don't really care about God of War. Like I played the last one. I played it on easy because it took too long to do stuff otherwise. Right. right. Um, I know a lot of people that. I think it's the greatest thing ever made that listen to this podcast that get annoyed with me when I talk about it. But, you know, it's just not my bag. I grouped this along with The Last of Us and Bioshock. I think they're all overrated. Well, you didn't understand Bioshock. It went over your head. 
Would you kindly retract that statement? <laughs> no, we've had this discussion. You yeah, completely yeah, yeah. missed the, the, uh, Atlas Shrugged. Yeah, a- yeah. Rand. And this is a, this is a this is a um, a game for scholars. What say? <laughs> <laughs> Got me. Yeah, uh, I also think it's overrated though. But I I don't. Uh, I but it didn't go over your head. <laughs> God of War you or Atlas, or Atlas Shrugged. Both of them. Last one here is. is I forgot what we were talking about. I just wanted to make fun of you. (laughs) It's quite all right. I got. It's uh. It's it's fine. I'm like a duck. Uh, this last one has the dumbest name. Did you think this name was dumb? Yeah. Evotinction. Evotinction. Is it is it a play on extinction? But it's evotinction. Tink. I think so. (laughs) The middle word is. I I was trying to make. I was trying to like. Is it is there like a tincture at play? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're. This is the worst. Why Eva Tinkson? Ben, this is very clearly a takedown of Ayn Rand's philosophy and Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> you, you, clearly. You great Philistine. Oh, man. This, yeah, this... Uh, uh, i tell you what. This uh, trailer went right over my head here. <laughs> this this trailer was the video game equivalent of Saban. It really <laughs> is know, a Saban level. Oh, it's that's, not going to come out, you know? No. Well, you're, that's exactly right. Go if you if you care. I don't know if you guys watch the video game trailers. You go in there, you go to watch this Saban trailer. Yeah. yeah. And do it now. Touch the cow. Do, do it, it now. Kill me. I'm here. Do it now. Kill me. Kill me. I'm here. <laughs> oh, folks. Well, it's you know what it's been. It's been another episode of the Trelour Blizzards. I got nothing left, Nick. I know you got nothing left. He's right. And so I'm Ben Moon, and uh, I'm the creator of the video game Ebentinction. Ebentinction. And I'm Nick, and I understand literary references in first-person shooters. <laughs> Happy trousers. <laughs> <laughs>